Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a performance storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Here's a story from Dave Goboff. We always keep stuff for longer than its lifespan. Uh, we had a television that was green on one side and blue on the other. And when we finally got rid of it, we got a flat screen TV, which was really great. And that lasted for years. And then recently, in the last month or two, it, it went belly up. There were blue and white lines vertically up and down the screen, and it wouldn't do anything else. So I had to buy a new TV. Now, the old TV, being electronic, needed to go to the electronic Broward County Recycling Garbage Place, which is a nice service that Broward County has. And they're only open on Saturdays. And by the time I got there, I also had a mercury switch from the thermostat that I had to replace in the house, which was about 25 years old. And it was still a mercury thermostat, but not really part of the story, but it made my going there even more urgent. Well, whenever I go to the dump for recycling stuff, I know where it is. I always turn down the wrong street, and this time was no exception. So I went down there, and I did my little U-turn dance and came back in, and there was no one in front of me, and they weren't that busy. They asked me what I had and where I lived, and I told them, and they said to pull up, and I said, hey, is it just dropping off, or can I pick something up too? And they said, no, we don't do that here, and we both laughed because I go through that song and dance every time I go to drop something off. And they took the stuff out of the back of the van, uh, Mercury Switch and the old TV, and I waved goodbye. And I thought, you know, I've been really good. Let me reward myself by stopping off at the thrift store, which is off of uh, 84 or 595. And I hadn't been there for a long time. So, you know, I stopped off there and I looked around and wow, I saw this like five foot tall big bird that lights up. And I really wanted that. And then they had this toy, which it was a horse on a cart, like a little kid would sit in, you know, with plastic and electronic. And I thought, oh, Halloween is coming and I could grab this and I could paint the horse black and I could put skeleton on him bones and it'll be really neat. And uh, I'm very proud of myself that I left both of those things there because we have way too much stuff in the house and uh, I've been working on not bringing more stuff home. Anyway, I got back in the van, which is now empty and I'm driving home. I was planning to stop at Publix on the way home there was some bogos and I just wanted to get that stuff. But then the rain, the sky opened up. The rain was pummeling down and I couldn't really see. I had to slow down to under 40 miles an hour just so I was sure I wasn't creeping up on someone. Five minutes later, it's Florida and I drive out and it's not bright sunshine, but the wipers went from screaming back and forth to a reasonable rate uh, to intermittent and then uh, we were good. So I thought, okay, well, I guess I'm supposed to stop at Publix today. And I I went in there and pretty much stuck to my BOGO list, which I'm also proud of. I checked out, I got out, I get in the car, um, leaving the parking lot, and I see a man. He must have worked at Publix there in, in Weston because he had the green uniform on, the green shirt. He was carrying a green bag, and I'm thinking, he's going to get rained on. Let me roll down my window and see if he wants a ride. I said, hey, do you want a ride? It looks like it might rain. He said, oh, yeah, thanks. That'd be great. And I'm thinking, he must be local since he was walking home. I said, so where do you want to go? He said, oh, I live off 136th Street. The only 136th Street that I know is one 
that is in Davie, the next town over. So I confirmed that. And he said, yeah, you know, my car, I haven't been able to fix it. And my ride just wasn't available today. And no one else had the same shift I did. So I thought I'd try to walk home. Um, it, it's a good 15 minute drive and it's a really hot day. So I was glad I picked him up and we kind of chatted about this and that. And he told me a little bit about Publix and I told him a little about, about being a puppeteer. And uh, we hit a you know quiet point. I said, hey, you want me to tell you a story? There's a story that I'm working on. And he said, yeah, sure. So I told him this story that I'm thinking of using maybe somehow. I don't know. It's not really a kid's story. But anyway, it really struck me, this story. And we're driving along and I'm telling him the story and he's listening. And we pulled up in front of his house and we actually had to sit there for a little bit because the story wasn't over. And he wanted to hear it and I wanted to tell it. And then uh, he turned to me after it was over. He said, I like that story. Thanks. And I said, you have a good day. And I started driving home. And I thought about how if the television hadn't died when it did, and if I could have gotten it over to the recycling right away, I, I wouldn't have been there. But I did go through the recycling today. But if I hadn't decided to reward myself at goodwill, then I would have been too fast and he would still be inside the store working or shopping. But then it rained and that slowed me down. And I thought, well, it still could have done something to the timing of picking this guy up, but it stopped raining and I went into Publix. And if I had done my usual wander around the store and look at everything and compare prices and plan meals, I wouldn't have gotten out when he was leaving. So all of those things that couldn't happen, happened. And that's why I was able to pick him up. And I was really glad I was able to give him a ride. Dave Goboff with A Day in the Life of Dave Goboff. Michael, this story reminds me of the concept and the movie uh, of sliding doors. Do you remember that movie with Gwyneth Paltrow? If she had gotten in the elevator or not gotten in the elevator, life would have been totally different. No, no, I never saw that. Oh, it was a terrific movie. And it is a concept, I don't know if it's in Zen Buddhism, of the idea that if something had happened a little different way, everything would have turned out differently. And the fact that Dave's life took this turn, I have to say at the beginning, I'm thinking, where is this story going? But then he ties up all the elements very well at the end. If this hadn't happened, then this hadn't happened. If this hadn't happened, then this hadn't, if I hadn't decided this. And he ends up being as happy as that man. In fact, they had, are you sitting down, Michael? They had a driveway moment. We always talk about that in public radio, the driveway moments when you sit, you want to hear the end of the story. Here was this guy sitting in a stranger's car and he wanted to hear the end of the story. I mean, what a lovely way of looking at life. Dave could have said, oh, so that's what happened. But he put everything together. This is the way a storyteller looks at life as a series of connected events. Karen, I too was wondering where this story was going, but I enjoyed the fact that Dave and I have a lot in common, uh, BOGOs, for instance. 
Yeah, and so do I. And I like the way he called it his BOGO list. This is a thing that perhaps people who don't shop at Publix are not familiar with, the buy one, get one. It is an amazing thing. And it is the kind of thing that he felt he didn't need to explain. That is a real sense of community. Think about it. In your family, you don't have to give context. You don't have to explain things. Everybody knows what you're talking about when you say, oh, he's just like Uncle Ed. then I hope you don't have an Uncle Ed. And it's the same with BOGO list. You know, I'm talking to people in my community. You know what I mean by the BOGO list. And like Dave, I often find myself at the thrift store. I love what he said at the thrift shop. He wanted that horse, wanted that big bird, but he didn't buy them because he's got so much already. And I just had an image in my mind. <laughs> of everything in his house. I also love that he said, I've been really good. I mean, he did this stuff. He did what he needed to do at the dump. I've been really good. I'm going to reward myself with a trip to the thrift shop. I thought that was so delightful. And I thought in general, the way he told the story was very delightful. Went belly up. The joke he made to the guy at the dump, can I pick up as well? Also, I got the feeling when he said, I'm supposed to stop at Publix, that this was something he'd been asked to do. This is a good guy. Not only is good, he's creative. He mentioned he was a puppeteer, and and, and he's also friendly because he helped this, this Publix employee in the rain. I was able to give him a ride. That made me happy. That made my day. I think you can't get any better than that. Well, thanks for bringing this story in, Karen. If our listeners have a South Florida story they would like to share, how can they get in touch with you? Send an email to cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E, at fau.edu, and I'll send you instructions. They're real simple. Dr. Karen Neal is a performance storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday. 